This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Length reporting for investors who want the whole story. This is the Corlin Economics Report. All right, welcome everyone to the second hour of the KE Report Weekend Show. As we have been doing, I'm replaying a couple of the more viewed and listened to editorials from this week. The first two editorials for this hour are going to be from Rick Bensignor, an interview posted on Monday where we got into a wide range of sectors. It was an extended interview where we talked for right around 45 minutes. So if you want to hear the full interview, you can visit our website or podcast and click on that Monday editorial. But here's a preview spread over two segments for you all to enjoy. In the last two segments, we'll get a couple of our more important company updates from this week. Special daily editorial as we are featuring Rick Bensignor, president of Bensignor Investment Strategies, writes the institutional newsletter, Supposedly Irrelevant Factors. That's read by some of the most successful hedge funds in the world. And on the retail and individual investor side, you can check out the In The No Trader website, where Rick has three products, a monthly report called 7-Eleven, where he picks no more than seven of the 11 spider ETFs. With the goal to beat the S&P, a weekly report called the Tactical Trader Report, and a newer daily report called the Daily Tip Sheet. Rick, we usually feature you on the weekend show, but we're recording this on Monday. Wanted to get your insights on a wide range of markets as we usually do. Let's start off with U.S. equity markets and recently the break to all-time highs. As we're recording this, the S&P just touched 4,900. The Dow is up in the 3,800 region. want to ask you here, Rick, when it comes to these daily highs within the broad averages, how do you look at all-time highs when they are reached in these major indexes? So some of the work that I do uses some fairly sophisticated models to be able to project potential resistance points even when those levels have never traded before. So one such one that I actually um, have been leaning on for the last week or so and sold about a third of my um, retirement plan exposure to spiders, SPY, the, the level comes in at 488. And that is a target that was established off of the October 2023 low We kind of did a moonshot straight up there with nary a pullback along the way. So I have reduced some long-held exposure. And the way I typically approach my retirement account is, of course, I want to stay net long, the stock indexes. But there are certain times and places where I think that it pays to lighten up because I believe that I can replace those sales at a lower level. And in the case here, even though the market, like even as we talk now, the S&P is up 12 points, Uh, The spiders are at 488 and three quarters. That's still, that's fine. It's within the context of where this target is. One S&P, one spider point is 10 S&P points. It's it's nothing. Uh, It's continually held here for about a week. And the thing is, we've got 
Five of seven magnificent seven company reporting earnings this week. And how those go, along with what the Fed tells us on Wednesday, along with a slew of other major S&P companies reporting, I think by Friday's close of this week, we're going to have a very good clue if we get another leg higher. And at that point, we may already be in the midst of it. Or is there something that disappoints enough to get people selling here and the buyers to back off, whereby in the near term, the sellers dominate and we finally start to see some type of correction that's more than, you know, the 2% correction we've had on any sell-off so far since October. So I'm defensive up here. Again, I, I stay net long, but um, I have sold some spiders with the hope of being able to replace them at a lower price. Rick, what about a simple timing perspective here? When we look at the S&P, Dow, and even NASDAQ, they are up 11 of the last 12 weeks if this week is a positive week. We can go back a couple of years, if not more, and see that that type of a run just hasn't happened. Now, I'm not even talking about degree of the move, just simple timing of the move. Does that factor in at all to, again, that taking some profits? Yeah, I mean, the, the, we, we've moved up 20, roughly 20% off of that October low with hardly a pullback. I believe since the October low, we've had one down week. But yeah, I that's think exactly that's, it. We've had one down week, and that was at the very beginning right, of the year, December trading week. Yep, December again, right at the turn of the year. So, you know, this is kind of a rare run to the upside based upon the belief that the Fed was going to cut rates three, four, five, six times this year, right? It maxed out at six times. Now we're down to only a 50-50 chance we even get one for March, which we'll, we'll know by Wednesday. And I think there are enough things lined up to say that the market got ahead of itself and that so much of the potential return that we would get in 2024 was made in the last quarter of 2023 that I'd say you probably took half of the gain away for this year just because of the degree of the rally and the buying that was done in anticipation of what investors think is coming this year. It's not often they they get the Fed move right or you know how many cuts and stuff will be or how many hikes there were. The Fed themselves, I think, doesn't completely know what they're doing. They're, you know, they're constantly data dependent. They're this, they're that. Uh, I think the markets have surprised them. I don't think six cuts are coming this year. I never did. And I think that if you're going to pick a place in time, now that every single person in the press is talking about new all-time highs, because factually that's correct, you're probably closer to some type of top. From a sentiment point of view, Last year, twice, the bullish consensus on S&P futures uh, on a daily basis, one time it peaked at 89% bulls, and the other high was at 91% bulls. So we're not there yet. We're still in, the I think, the mid-70s right now, so there is room to go higher. But looking at everything in total, I don't have a problem taking some profits up here. You'll never outperform if you don't sell when the market's high. In fact, I mean, it's intuitive. You have to think that way if you want to have a chance of doing better than the average. 
And it really depends upon you as an individual, you know, any listener here, is average okay or do you want above average? And if it's average, then you just hold and hold and hold. And if the S&P sells off a thousand points, you're just going to get whatever that return is because it's the, you know, it's just whatever the index gives you. I like to think and have proven that I can do better than the index. So it's, it's, it's a whole different come from. Well, Rick, one other thing in the market that we should make note of in the general equities is that unlike the NASDAQ, the Dow, and the S&P, the IWM, the Russell 2000, has not been able to eclipse the highs it made in November of 2021. Now, we did see one heck of a rally in the fourth quarter of last year coming off those October lows in the small caps, but they haven't done as well at the beginning of this year. And it seems like there is back to that narrative we saw last year where people piling into the big mega cap tech stocks. And of all the 11 ETFs and the spiders, really the tech information technology ones, the one that's leading the pack again, are we back to that environment where we're hiding in big tech, but maybe not taking as much of advantage of the small cap stocks? And do you think that would change over the course of this year where more people broaden their breath back out once again? I do think that the Russell 2000, although its recent peak was the same, same peak as we've seen before. So it has not broken out to the upside but what uh, versus prior highs. So it's still in a trading range. But what it did do in one of the main models I look at is rally enough that it finally took itself out of the long-term bear market. And as such, I've said to clients, I think you need to consider putting Russell into your account for the first time in years. All right, quick commercial break time. Stick around. We'll be right back. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNhemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNhemp.com or call 877-878-4203. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com gcnfood.com. Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? 
We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack, focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Your weekly fix on finance and investing. This is the Corlin Economics Report. Welcome back. Picking up our Monday interview with Rick Bensignor. This is where we start to talk currencies, especially in terms of the U.S. dollar. Rick, is there any chance that the dollar moves higher in your eyes? Because we have heard a number of people looking a bit more bearishly at the dollar. But again, you look at policies around the world. A lot of central banks are going, it seems like, easier or more dovish. That being said, we don't know timing on anything. Yeah. Well, look, the dollar's in a long-term trade. Well, I don't know. I, I don't want to say long-term. Let's call it a, uh, a cyclical trading range right now from, we'll say, 107 to 108 on the top side and down somewhere around 100-ish on the bottom side. And right now it's at 103 and change. So you're not quite in the middle. But sure, the dollar could go higher just because it bottomed in late December at the same time rates bottomed. They both had the same signal at the same time, and you actually had an opposite signal in, in stocks, which is why I had written that, you know, 2023 was very much a year that there was only one macro trade. It just depended upon which market you wanted to put it on. 
Yields and the dollar moved together and stocks moved opposite. We're seeing a little bit different to start this year because all three have moved up. And I don't think that's going to persist at all. If I had to guess which one or two were going to change, it would be that bond yields head lower. And I'm not saying that they have to go substantially lower, but off of that 4.2 high, I think bond yields go lower, uh, which probably takes the dollar lower, but doesn't have to. And then that would be a better environment for stocks. The only case that I could make that the low that we saw at 3.8% off of the 5% high is that you get a much bigger move to the upside than anyone on the street anticipated coming into this year. The biggest macro consensus trade on the street going into 2024 was that rates would go substantially lower. And in my first report of the year, I warned investors that the degree of consensus on the bond trade, one needs to be very careful about in just assuming that the street has this correct because the last time there was such consensus on a big macro trade was right after the 2016 presidential election when Donald Trump won, the dollar flew from election day through December 31st, 2016. The consensus on the street for 2017 is that the dollar would skyrocket. It peaked the first trading day of the year and went straight down. So far, we've seen rates pretty much go straight up in 2024, exact opposite to what street consensus was or is. So I'm always mindful of those type things, and there's so much consensus. So could could we see the dollar move substantially higher? We could. I, I, I won't tell you it can't happen. It's not likely going to happen without rates moving well higher. And for rates to move well higher, everybody on the street has to have the idea wrong that the Fed is going to cut this year. Well, Rick, just in light of that, let's just go with the probability that rates do correct down some, as does the dollar. And especially if the dollar was to break 100, as you say, and head down into the low 90s, what would that mean for the commodity sector? What would that mean for gold, copper, things like that? That's all good stuff. You you lower the cost of the dollar. Any of the commodities priced in dollars, like gold, like many of, you know, ag products are dollar denominated. It's going to be it's going to be a boost for them. So if you if you get the dollar index down near ninety two, you finally have the breakout move in gold that will sustain itself. We saw in futures that spike up in I think it was early December or November. I don't remember exactly when it was that made a new all time high. You didn't see that in in the in the uh, spot metal market. It only happened in futures, and you've got to get above. That high, which was, I'm trying to remember, what, 2150 or something like that, um, you get above there and you stay above there. And then you talk about gold that measures at least to 2400. Rick, any significance of gold right now continuing to hold above 2000? This is the longest it's ever been above 2000 on a consistent basis. If, well, the thing is, it looks tired. Gold, gold isn't cracking, and that's good. And I own gold 
I've gotten many people into gold for kind of the long-term picture. The thing is, when you get a, a, a breakout high, like gold seemed to have had, but it lasted only a couple of days, and then you come right back down into the range, and you don't even get above what had been the prior all-time high in gold, which was, I'm trying to remember, 2089 in front-month futures, if I recall. So you're not there, and you've spent very, very little time above that what had been all-time highs. So until you do that, now you're just kind of hoping that gold will move higher. Now, if the dollar pulls back like I think it would, then I think gold has a chance to break out and, and actually sustain itself above prior all-time highs in 2089. And the longer you would break out and stay above that level, the better gold looks like. It can finally end its multi-year sideways range, which goes all the way back to 2020, uh, which is when those highs had been made. Now it's, I just looked, 2152. So the, the longer it can do that, the better. And, and that would really call for much higher levels in gold. Because if you want to use rough numbers, that gold has a quadruple top at 20, uh, let's call it 2,050 to 2,100. And it has multiple lows near, I don't know, 1,650 or 1,675. You're talking about in round numbers a $400 move on what would be a breakout from 2,050. You're talking, you know, the chance here to get 2,450. So gold... Gold breaking out higher that can hold above the breakout is very good for gold, but it ain't there yet. So it's you're just biding time holding gold, and that's fine. That's what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm not adding. There's no reason to add gold at $2,000. I'd rather pay $2,200 for gold than pay $2,000 for gold. All right, that's going to bring us to our time for this segment. But again, if you want to listen to that full interview with Rick Bensignor, where we get into energy sector as well as international markets and even into the cryptocurrencies, all you need to do is visit our website, kereport.com, or our podcast, The KE Report. And that full interview was posted on Monday. We usually feature Rick on the weekend show, but since we chatted with him early on in the week, we took extra time to cover all the markets we could have. We are going to be right back with a replay from Visa Silver, some key news that has come out recently. To find out more about today's guests, visit us on the web at www.kereport.com. You're listening to the Corlin Economics Report. We'll be back in a moment. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation 
reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800 509 Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay.
providing unique reporting on markets and companies since 1990. This is the Corlin Economics Report. All right, welcome back. Now, replaying an episode from Thursday, an update with Vizsla Silver. Company has announced a lot of news so far this year, so we recap it all for you. Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm getting an update from Vizsla Silver, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol VZLA, and on the NYSE, also under that symbol VZLA. I am chatting with the president and CEO, Mike Connert. Now, Vizsla Silver focused at the Panuku Project in Mexico. Last time I chatted with Mike was on about January 9th, where we talked about the updated mineral re- resource estimate that now totals a little over 325 million ounces of silver equivalent. That's an indicated and inferred category. Mike, even when we were talking on that call and for our 2024 outlook call, you mentioned a royalty spin-out announced on January 17th. There's a couple parts to this royalty because there are some parts of this project that already have pre-existing royalties on them. So can you take us through what this royalty package spin-out looks like, please? Yeah, definitely. So it's been a very busy 2024 for us already. All within one month, we've announced the uh, the resource update, announced the spin-out, announced uh, Simon Smirlick uh, coming on as COO, and then, of course, the, uh, the rebalancing happened and, and kind of firmly took our our share price up here to about two dollars. So it's uh, it's been a great month so far. With regards to that, the, the royalty spinco. Uh, effectively, how shareholders can think about this is that you know there's a two percent royalty across the entire property. Uh, previously, there's been a three percent royalty on about sixty percent of the concessions to a third party. Uh, we have the right to buy back one point five percent of that royalty. And uh, then we'll issue another half percent on those 60 percent of the concessions. So effectively, um, shareholders will receive royalty exposure to the entire property. Forty percent of the property didn't have a royalty at all. So we're adding the two percent there. But we're we're effectively lowering the royalty uh, burden and then giving the benefit of that to shareholders in two ways. One, through a spinco, and then two through minimizing the royalty on the existing areas uh, by effectively 1%. So it's uh, it's a great outcome for shareholders. Um, you know, the last company to do this was was Great Bear, and they saw, you know, an incredible rise in value of the of those shares after the Spinco. My worry here is that uh, this project gets bought out before shareholders get exposure to, uh, you know, the, the potential of billions of ounces of silver across this district in, in due time like San Dimas, which is 80 kilometers away. So a royalty instrument like this gives that that upside to shareholders and preserves it for uh, longer because it's outside of the existing mothership, a.k.a. Vizsla Silver. Now, can you give us a general time frame on when this spin-out might happen? Because, look, you still need shareholder approval, court approval, stock exchange, and regulatory approvals, but it's also at management's discretion. So any time frame you can give us? Yeah, I, I expect this all to kind of conclude by the midpoint of the year, uh, generally speaking. These things take time. 
and uh, we have to kick this off uh, officially here. Uh, of course, a lot of this has to do with talking to shareholders and um, making sure that um, that everybody's comfortable with it before the before we put the, um, the official start date out there. But I expect that to happen shortly here, and, and shareholders almost entirely have been overly positive on this, which is a, it's a great sign. And of course, it's not surprising because we're shareholders as well, and, and um, you know we always try to find ways to, to maximize value for shareholders. All right, let's move on to the January 30th news release, and that is adding Simon Smerlick to the role of Chief Operating Officer. This goes along with what you and I have talked about, building the team to be more mind-building focused for when the company really goes further down that road. But you have continued to advance this asset as well as continue to explore. But what will Simon bring to the team and the overall corporate strategy here in more of that mind-building sense? Well, Simon brings about three decades of not only construction experience, but operating experience. You know, he basically headed up the world's best mind-building organization, Osenko Engineering. They've, they've done, under Simon's watch, about 40 or 50 builds all around the world. And some of those are the world's largest copper porphyry projects down in South America. Some of them are, you know, silver epithermal systems like in in, uh, the case of Las Chispas, which is probably one of the better analogs to the the plant that we'll be using, the mill and the plant. So, you know, it's it's incredible uh, to have his experience and, you know, direct analog experience in Mexico uh, to help us unlock the next steps here. But in addition to... His construction experience, you know, Simon has uh, led organizations that are really quite large. You know, Osenko probably has, you know, 3,000 employees directly and then other contractors, you know, probably upwards of 10,000 people at any given time involved with uh, basically under Simon's watch. So, you know, he has been a mentor of mine for for many years now. He's been an early director of uh, Diesel Silver. And, you know, he brought the culture and, you know, basically how we can effectively manage a large group of people within our company. You know, he, he really provided a lot of that framework early on. So he, he not only brings this unparalleled mind-building experience and incredible operating experience, but his leadership capabilities are, are very strong as well, too. And so his his role, his involvement full-time in the company, I think, uh is one of the best things. You know, we announced uh, the world's largest undeveloped high-grade silver resource by a margin in January. The Royalty Spinco is very good, but this is my my favorite piece of news here for the year. You know, Simon's just uh, basically an incredible addition to the, the company. Now, in terms of Simon and some of the other people that you have added that more are on that mind builder front, can you take us through kind of the team that's around Simon that, again, is focused on more of that mind build? Yeah, and, and for 2024, our plan is to de-risk the project while simultaneously exploring and making discoveries uh, across the district. You know, we have one, you know, I would say mine or, or you know, one core resource area center of mass in the West. I expect us to make uh, new discoveries of other centers of mass throughout the project, you know, even possibly this year, but continuing through the rest of the years with, with exploration. I think this, this district will continue to grow massively. Um, but what Simon will do is lead the team here, primarily focused on the West, where we'll, we'll de-risk, you know, the existing mine resource area with a PEA, which we expect around the midpoint of the year, you know, probably by Q3 this year, we expect a PEA. And then at the same time, you know, we are de-risking the project by uh, undertaking a permitted bulk 
sample, test mine uh, at Copala and Napoleon, and that's that's permitted. That's uh, moving forward. It's something that will move along in parallel to the PEA when the mine design comes a little bit more full here. So Simon is basically tasked with overseeing all the technical aspects of the, the company now, including exploration, uh, working with Jesus Velador, who's you know an incredible geologist and an incredible explorationist. And um, you know his goal is to find more resources in our near-term area here, where where Kofala and Napoleon sit, and, and around those areas, but also to find new centers in Mass. So Simon will be supporting that, and then Simon supports Fernando Martinez, who is our uh, director of projects, and he, you know, is directly managing the the mine development and the PEA. Okay, uh, just a quick recap, though, in terms of the exploration that's going to be ongoing this year outside of that PEA and permitting for the bulk sample. Just remind everybody the exploration plans for this year again, please. Right, so the first two quarters of the year, we're going to really be focusing on uh, the West, our center of mass. And then at the same time, you know, we'll be continuing to make new discoveries and, and work across the district through prospecting and sampling, as well as drilling La Luisa. La Luisa continues to grow. It was, uh, you know, added substantially to the, the resource that we put out back in, uh, in the early part of January of this year. La Luisa will continue to grow. But I also expect, uh, you know, the second half of the year to really be focused on new discoveries outside of the center of mass. Um, you know, we are planning to do the electromagnetic survey at some point here uh, this year and uh, a number of other kind of lower cost but high impact exploration supportive tools here like uh, like airborne surveys and LIDAR. I think we'll all kind of lead into some really exciting discovery joining the second half of the year. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800 800- 
284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Hi, this is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers simply because that's what longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have longevity. Have you ever watched a video on the internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission, and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores, building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Welcome back. Final segment of this weekend show is a replay of a interview with Elemental Altus Royalties. This was posted on Monday. Thank you all for tuning in to this weekend show. Please keep in touch with me. My email address is fleck at kereport.com. I hope you all have a great rest of your weekend. Hey, everyone. Welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. Getting an update from Elemental Altus Royalties traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol ELE and on the OTCQX under the symbol ELEMF. We are chatting with the CEO, Frederick Bell. Now, a few news releases for us to get to, including Q3 revenue numbers, which we will also tie into expected revenue for 2023, as well as some royalty updates, an inaugural royalty asset handbook that the company has published, and some director changes. So, Fred, there's a lot for us to get to. Let's start off with at least the Q3 revenue numbers that were released late in November company recorded record revenue of $7.8 million. That is for the nine months up to September 30th. And then also the expectation of revenue for 2023 being 
between 16 million up to 17.7 million. This is mostly in guide with the previous adjusted revenue guidance. Fred, talk to us about the continued growth here in terms of revenue. And also, there's a table within that news release that shows where the revenue comes from. And quite frankly, the growth that you have seen at a number of different assets. Hi, Curry and Chad. Yes, lots to talk about and digest here. But the, the key takeaway is that 2023 will be another record year in terms of revenue for the company. Um, I think it will actually be the, um, the seventh year um, of record revenue. So every year has been a has been a record, and with some of the growth that we've got coming, that will continue into 2024 is our expectation. And I think Q3 in that regard, it was pretty solid in line with expectations. And we've got one asset in particular in Bonacro that really ramps up, and and our guidance with it, it ramps up from the end of last year going into this year. And then it is very much a material royalty for us going forwards. And we've also got Deba Le Campfler, uh, which really kicks in from H1 this year with Allied Gold there as well. And I think, yeah, we should, once we get our Q4s out, we should be able to give some more commentary on that. But the important thing to note is that as well as increasing revenue, we're actually decreasing the costs. So we will have lower G&A in 2024 then we had significantly lower than we had in 2023 so we should see a couple of million dollars of savings on the gna front and we should see a number of million more on the revenue front you know i, I think we could say 20 million plus and exactly where that number lands we'll see but um yeah all in it should be a pretty material difference in terms of free cash flow to the bottom line well fred just to that point and maybe we get a lot of questions about this probably the biggest question is why not keep some of those prospect developer projects and drill them yourselves? And so I think what you just outlined there is significant as far as the G&A savings and the increase in revenue, but also just maybe speak to the strategy the company had about bringing in all these different partners, creating more royalties, and letting them run with it just from the speed of the drilling and the execution of the drilling on the ground. Yeah, and this is a really key point. I mean, the deal we did in, in Egypt, was a it's a fantastic deal within Two Metals. In Two Metals is completely funded by uh, Naguib Sawiris, who's a principal of La Mancha, uh, which is the biggest shareholder in Endeavor Mining, very successful Egyptian billionaire, well-known in the mining industry. And Into Metals started drilling in December. I think they started drilling before they actually had a functioning website, which is one of the benefits of being a private company and being led by a technical team, is you don't have to do marketing, you don't have to put documents together as a public company, you really, your focus is in the ground. So we were not going to drill Egypt and to find a partner who could come in and hit the ground running and start drilling straight away and had the financial capability to do that and the technical competence and team already in place. That's a really good start. So really exciting to see them start drilling there. And as a reminder for people, they're earning in to up to 80% of the equity. So if they spend 10 million US, we will, we will have a 20% equity stake. We also have a royalty on all the projects, and we have deferred payments in the event of a delineation of resource of a million ounces and plus plus. So we have a we do have a lot of leverage and exposure to those projects, and we don't have to spend any more money, and they're advancing it faster and quicker than, than we could ever have done. And then the second one is Diebler Councillor in Mali, which we touched on. And um, I think Allied announced in December that they had started the construction of a 12 to $15 million haul road from their existing mine to 
the Diva satellite pit, which is what we have the royalty and the payments on. And they should be putting some guidance out this quarter. And, and that will be a material royalty for us going forwards. And we have another, I think, $5 million of payments that will come in alongside production over the next, call it, 24 months. So both of those assets combined, a lot of money being invested to advance them, a lot of risk capital being deployed, and we retain exposure through payments, equity, and royalty. Greg, can you also just give us a bit more color on this Casaronas, the royalty revenue from that equity investment, because that filters into the adjusted revenue number, which for the nine months ended September was $12.2 million. Casarones contributed almost $4.5 million to that number. When you compare it to 2022, it contributed a little over 600000 So you've seen huge growth at Casarones. What's the outlook for Casarones? Yes. And look, it's it's just a tricky one from an accounting perspective. So we really do use the adjusted revenue number so that we can include the Casarones royalty revenue in that total number. And Casarones, as you said, four and a half million for the first three quarters of, of last year. So that's a big jump. And, and part of that is timing of payments. And, and part of it is also when the merger closed without us last year. So what is included? But I mean, it is pretty clear to people that with Lundine as a majority owner of Casaronis, it has a very bright future ahead of it. And they have, Lundine have recently said, and I think there was a site visit conducted earlier this month at Casaronis with a number of analysts there. And I think the feedback is there's a lot of exploration potential there. There hasn't been any exploration drilling since 2013, so about a decade ago. And that's simply because there's such a large mine life already. The resource has so much potential and it's so big that if JX Nippon weren't going to increase the size of the mine, they didn't need to do any exploration. And Lundin have come in and said, well, actually, you know, we can increase the size of the mine. We can increase throughput. They can get water there from their desalination plant. So if they have the potential to do that, all of a sudden they're incentivized to do exploration. And of course, they've been extremely successful on the licenses adjacent to the south at NGX. And that whole Vicunia district that Lundines have through Jose Maria, through Filo, through NGX and through Casarones, it's multi, multi-billion dollar valuation on those assets. And yeah, they know the terrain, they understand the geology, they understand the exploration potential. So for us, a great steward of that asset and definitely, I think, improve the outlook and the confidence from a market perspective, but also, and it, it's it's helpful, is it, it gives us better visibility because as a public company, they will be reporting on a quarterly basis, much like Allied Gold on the assets we have with them. So it means that there is more disclosure on it and more public disclosure that we can also share with our, our shareholders. Yeah, Fred, and I think another key point is that a lot of your peers in the royalty space have been touting that they don't only they don't just have precious metals now, but some of them also have nice copper exposure. This Casarones asset gives you some of that copper exposure. And I think last time we talked, you said you had about 75% gold, 22% copper, and 3% other metals, but that might have shifted a little bit. But I mean, maybe just for people listening in that are looking at royalty companies now as a good way to get a diversified basket of assets in the space... You have mostly precious metals, but you do have nice copper assets. You have 10 producing royalties, and then you have 78 royalty assets overall. Are there any other ones besides Casarones that you're excited about in the year to come in 2024? The other big copper asset we have um, that we acquired last year is the royalty on Arizona and Sonoran's Cactus Project. And that is directly adjacent, and it's part of the same 
ultimately geological ore body is Ivanhoe Electric. That's Ivanhoe with Friedland, their project, which is, again is contiguous and to the southeast. So that's had quite a lot of updates and news over the past weeks and months. And I think that um, Rio, Rio Tinto have invested further in it. I think with with cactus, it is a from the way we look at it, it's an asset that will be 20 to 30 years, and the potential to expand beyond and beyond that. So if we can get royalties on these types of assets that give us really long term, really high quality upside potential, I think it's incredibly attractive. And we're we're unusual in that we don't just have a couple of those in the portfolio; we have a couple of those already in production in the portfolio. The Corlin Economics Report is produced for A.B. Corlin and Associates. Opinions expressed on this program are intended solely for the entertainment of our listeners, do not constitute investment advice, and are not necessarily those of this network, radio station, or our sponsors. Find out more about this program and today's guests by visiting www.kereport.com. For Al Corlin, this is Colleen Robbins. Join us again next week for the Corlin Economics Report. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite.